You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad. I am a fan. I can look at them all day long and die laughing. Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. You like that? You like that? (laughs) You like that? You like that? You know what? This makes me happy that John Cosgrove is in from the Crafty Rogues podcast because he can help us break down American football free agency right now. The Vikings have a new quarterback. They can sign tomorrow. Uh, who are your top 20 offensive linemen free agent? Uh, how, how would you rank them, Cosgrove? You know, it's funny. In uh, in my world of proper football, <laughs> proper uh, football. Agents, agents are playing too big of a role. There's a big controversy at the minute where an agent has a stake in a club. Ooh. And he's bringing in his own players because there's a weird gray area. Could you imagine if that worked here if agents had stakes in clubs? Well, it's a little bit like college basketball right now, actually. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know more. This whole free agency thing is a bit like sausages. I don't need to know how they're made or how they're worked out. But, you know, if they're tasty at the end and they help me, I'm all good. But in your sport, they, they sell guys, right? Yes. They're like so it's transfer trading. fees. Yes. Which is the same thing, But the basically. teams get the money and the player gets... Good money too, but you know, uh, Neymar goes from Barcelona to Paris Saint Germain for two hundred million, <laughs> two hundred million euros, which yeah. is you know three hundred million pounds because he's the best player in the world. And then he breaks his metatarsal, which is a little bone in his foot, and he's out for like six months. So how does I'm going to ask a dumb question? Um, are there like this is the first time maybe in NFL history that a t- like a top fifteen quarterback hits free agency. Because what happens is if you have an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady, they never hit free agency. You just keep re-signing them and giving them $20 million a year or whatever. And so Kirk Cousins is, he's like, of the 32 starting quarterbacks, it's the most important position in the league. Yeah. He's like maybe the 10th or 12th best guy. That's good. But he's going to get paid like the number one guy because supply and demand. Aye. Right? Like, there's 10 teams desperate for a quarterback, and he's... You're at the bar and it's late and it's closing time and there's one woman and it's Kirk Cousins, right? So, oh, I'm does sure that ever happen? In, that. Do the best players in soccer ever hit the open market or is it? No, because again, um, about 10 or 15 years ago, they introduced the Bosman ruling because before in football, if you were out of contract, the club technically still owned you. And it wasn't until this whole contract business came in that teams are now a year before the contract runs out, they either renew it or they sell the guy. But there's very rare that somebody's going to be sitting free, able to pick and choose which team he wants to join, mm-hmm. unless he's at the tail end of his career. Yeah, so that like David happen. Beckham then chose yes. America. And, and you know, you know, and then the teams take, there's less of a risk, and most of the money's going to the guy, but they're not having to pay a big transfer fee. So it makes it a little less risky. So, you know, you got top players like Neymar and, and Messi and these guys, as soon as they have one year left in the contract, Boom, news comes out, they um, they got a new contract. But another team can come in and buy out that contract and pay a transfer fee mm-hmm. if they want to. So if, if I'm an EPL team, can I sell a guy to a different league as well? Up anywhere, in the, can, world, right? anywhere right? in the world. Anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. So it, it's not 
like here, where if you're a, a baseball team, you, you have to deal with your group of teams. There, you, you basically can say, if I'm an EPL team, I, I can sell a guy to a Spanish I mean, league It's team. a little bit like, if I'm hearing it right, uh, like Japanese baseball will put, okay, here's a here's a player. Uh, Shohei Otani was the big player this offseason, or you Darvish in years past. And then that player goes up for bid. Yeah. And major league team. Now this structure has changed in the last couple of years, but major league teams would then pay the team a transfer fee or a negotiation fee, and then they would negotiate a salary with the that's player it, and his agent. So right? it's exactly would it be like, like that. that if, if like every player, if the process was, it like is. That. It's like that. And of course, uh, football is a universal game. Uh, you don't have that complication here with American right. football. You have it with baseball a little bit with the Japanese. Uh, which is more prevalent and closer to um, to the football world, but you know NFL, it's a whole different. In ball your game. lifetime, John, what what is the the most surprising um, sale of a player that's taken place? It always shocks me. Like recently, Man United and Arsenal basically did a, a free trade. No transfer was was involved. Arsenal's best player, Alexis Sanchez, went to Man United, and we got Mkhitaryan, who's not as good, and so it looked like you know. Uh, let's go to the border in a couple of white vans, darkened windows, and just like, get the guys to jump out and, and swap places. That was shocking to me that that two top two top teams competing against each other would um, you know trade players. A couple of years ago, Alan Shearer was one of the best goal scorers, still is one of the best goal scorers in the Premier League, and he left one top team to join his hometown team of Newcastle. And people were like, it was a total sentimental choice. He wanted to spend the peak of his career at a team where he wasn't going to win anything, yeah. but it was that connection. And now, of course, there's a statue outside the stadium of him, and he's a legend, and he's got a lounge, and blah, blah, blah. He's Mauer-like. Pardon? N- nothing. Mauer? I, I yeah. Mauer, yeah, well, again. Because he'll have a statue someday yeah, outside Target you know, Field. Of course. So, you, you can't know, just throw around American sports references like that. you gotta, you got to put some background <laughs> well, figured, behind you. Know, <laughs> Joe, Joe plays in town here, so I thought he might. Well, be. no, I, yeah, I'm not completely. I did know who Kirk Cousins was when you asked me <laughs> you when did. I came you in. You identified the right team. <laughs> I did. Washington Redskins. I did. So, all right, tell us how big of a... So uh, Minnesota United, they win their second game, or they win their first game in their second game, is what I meant to say. This weekend, St. Patrick's Day... First home match of the season, and it'll be right here on 1500 ESPN. But it's going to be without Kevin Molino. I know. One ACL. of their best players, ACL Terry. He's Which already scored two bad. goals in two games. So how how much of a soul-crushing loss is that, that is be? That is a big loss. They lost one of the left wingers. It'll be less because they've got about 15 left wingers. So it's going to hurt because it would look like he was setting himself up nicely for the season. So to lose him is a big deal. But, I, I mean, I'm excited that they're coming into this new home game on a win, which they didn't do last year because they didn't have any games before they started. Um, it looks like it's going to be warm enough that it's not going to snow. It is on St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. I, I think, you know, Chicago people won't be traveling to the game because Chicago is such a party town on St. Patrick's Day. Maybe that's what they were thinking. But I guarantee you any Chicago people that live here in the Twin Cities are going to be at the game. It's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. How much different does this team look through two games that than it did last year. They look a little more assured. Um, there, there's not, there's no expectation for the team. The expectation is, you know, that we give them a six out of ten last year. If they make six out of ten this year, maintain what they have, and that's what Heath is good at. He's good at maintaining and mm-hmm. and if they go rise above that, and you could see what that win meant to them against Orlando. Of course, it's uh, Heath's old squad. Um, so. You know, they can surprise us. They'll pick off some results. I would hope that they would at least tie or win this game at the weekend. If they can escape without getting a defeat, I think we'll all be happy. So when do we emerge from this honeymoon period of, all right, this is great, new MLS team. They took the step up. They go from Blaine to, you know, big-time stadiums and 
When does the honeymoon period of, oh, it's fun to have a new team turn to, okay, you got to start producing here. Well, this is where this is where it's been kind of clever, where they've had this transition period playing at the TCF Stadium, and now we got the excitement next year yes. of moving to a new stadium and really getting that MLS feel. Like if you go to a, an MLS game in LA or you go down to Kansas City, it's a it's a pure MLS experience in its own stadium. We're going to have that. So we got two years of that honeymoon. So the honeymoon's not ending. Be great, so right? This is like this is like one of those so the, made this for team weddings. Can be bad for like five years. Is that what you're they telling us? Be, well, they can be. Hey, they can be. Last place, or do, great or do what the Twins do, and then like ah, a new stadium is not enough. Here's four new bars inside the stadium that are just opened up. Two renovations. Great. Nothing to see here. Let's distract you with with. 15 new brew pubs because we need more brew oh, pubs. Oh, you're drunk? That's too bad. We lost 5-1 to one and you missed it. You know, as I said the last time I was on this uh, award-winning the, show, award-winning yeah. show, <laughs> sponsored by uh, ACLs, that, not TCL or whatever it is, um, that the whole experience of going to a baseball game, and I actually had this conversation at the weekend before uh, Ireland won the Six Nations Rugby Championship, get that dig in, then France beat England. Um, Bad day for the English is always good for us. Nice, St. Patrick's yeah. Day, just as a quick quick side note, this weekend, before the Minnesota United-Chicago game, Ireland's playing England to win their third only Grand Slam in history. That's where they've won all their games. It's against England, and it's in London. A year ago, they played England in Dublin. England needed a win to win the Grand Slam, and Ireland beat them, so the whole thing is reversed. We have to beat England. Does this, this get weekend. mean and nasty? Is that no, what kind of I a mean, rivalry are we rugby, talking about? Here? Rugby doesn't have that same energy. And just back to that point about having your own stadium is a different MLS experience than a Twins game where you're walking around checking out the bars. The, the, the action is on there for 45 minutes. If you're going to a game, you're tuned into that. You have your 15-minute break. It's a whole different dynamic than going to a baseball game. The difference with you guys and us in, in sports seems I like very that you simple. And us. Cultural you, wars. It's, it's you, a very, very divisive you, society we live in. You, no, 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 because I actually appreciate this. When you go to an event, I don't think you guys go really drunk, and I think you go to actually watch it. Yeah. So, so like, your stadiums don't have to say, you know what, this year, like Phil said, we're putting in three more bars because we know you like to come to games and get – it seems like – They're you, into the game. It seems like you go to a game, you watch the game, you might have a pint or two beforehand, yeah. and then you go out after. Where we need we need the diversion of, wow, we've been sitting in our seats at Target Field for uh, three for a, innings now, yeah. let's go to the bar. Well, it's funny because this so past weekend – in the EPL, West Ham were playing Burnley at a terrible stadium. It was the stadium there they had the Olympics. And the fans are up in arms of how West Ham as a club is being run. So they started running onto the pitch and rioting and yeah, pulling up the this. corner flag. Yeah. And, you know, are we back to the dark old days of the 70s? No. Well, I mean, these fans obviously care about the team. That's how much they're into the team. And, of course, if you start supplying them with alcohol in the stadium, <laughs> then that, that creates a whole different scenario. What's up with, like, why do soccer fans tend to riot more often, you know, per capita than uh, than other fans? I mean, like, American because football they are fans... so into their... T- like, it's tribal. It's pure tribalism. Because American football fans, like, you can go to a game and an Eagles fan might put you in a coma, yeah. but it's just kind of a one-on-one, it's it a is. blindside beatdown. Yeah. It's not 5,000 people. <laughs> because because this is your tribe. It's so tribal. And of course, it's been going on for 150 years, and there's a whole class system. you got the north of England, the working class. you got the southern fairies who are, you know, the white-collar guys. And there's a, an intense rivalry, like an intense hatred. When a player 
uh, the biggest transfer, we were talking about transfers yeah. earlier, when Tottenham and Arsenal, who are four miles apart, intense rivals, and Tottenham's captain left and moved to Arsenal, they were burning effigies off him outside the stadium. It was intense. And like, people were ready with weapons. four miles apart? Four miles apart. That happened when Judd left the Star Tribune, too. Star Tribune <laughs> got really. I don't, like to, I don't like to talk about it. it Neil Justin's still weeping. I don't like to talk about it. <laughs> it was bad. Um, so, all right. What what can... So, upcoming here, we got Minnesota United FC, uh, St. Patrick's Day this weekend on 1500 ESPN. And then, from there, it's pretty much home away, home away. They only. This is what I like about the schedule. They account for the cold weather in northern climates. Yeah. They only play two home games at TCF Bank Stadium until basically like the beginning of May. So and you have in baseball, you go play at Target yeah. Field on April 1st. Bring and, blankets. Yeah. And, and you know, but again, it's given you an opportunity to, to have that, you know, little honeymoon period that you have every season with the Twins where the first 10, 15 home games, it's fun and you're excited. You're, and yeah. then they start to dip. I could be, you, know, you can correct me. You this year know they will not they. dip. They've made a bunch of uh, acquisitions in free agency. They've just signed. So they here's what's happening in so baseball. What, so give me the. Uh, should we get excited about the Twins? This yes, year? you should. And not like win the World Series excited, but go back to the playoffs excited and then see what happens. Because I do, I'm not on here every day, every day, every hour listening to every word you're, you're saying. To I'm right. going to remember well, this. Why, that would why be, not? Yes. So, but here, here's I'm why. A podcast guy. Here's why it's exciting. So they went in. So they went to the playoffs last year, but they got smoked in the one game wildcard game, uh, and they went in needing pitching upgrades. And so they added three, I would say, two really good relievers, and then one who's been really good, but he's forty years old now. Uh, Fernando Rodney throws like ninety-seven miles an hour still. And then because teams are smart and they no longer want to give thirty-one-year-old baseball players these long-term guaranteed contracts that agents have grown accustomed to over the years, you got. You got a bunch of Harvard and MIT grads in front offices saying 36-year-old players aren't worth $25, $30 million yeah. anymore. Yeah. And so you get all these bargain bin one-year contracts uh, that are available. And so the Twins have signed a 38-home run hitter in Logan Morrison from last year in his prime. And then Lance Lynn for $12 million, one of the better pitchers in the National League for the last six years, on a one-year contract. And he's 31 years old. So, so they bolstered. About, it's all into this year. Yes, for those guys, all the chips are all the chips are on twenty eighteen. But then they can Vikings kind of they got enough young right guys now. to make it last uh, quite a long time. And now time you got too. the Vikings signing cousins. What's yes. going on with Minnesota sports? Boy, it's a, it's an exciting time to be in sports talk radio and listen to podcasts. The times they the are crafty changing, rogues. John the crafty podcast. rogues. Maybe get we'll your have to... soccer team turned around and things will be just fine. Yeah. Yeah. The soccer team will be the fine. The are good. The Wolves are going to go. The playoffs maybe. It's it's all primed for heartbreak across the board, right? Where like Kirk Cousins tears his knee up in the first practice of training camp. There we go. There it is. There's a Minnesota, Minnesota sport. I just want the Twins. If the Twins are good, it's going to be fun. It'll be a fun summer. That's <laughs> I, all I want. A fun summer at Target Field. You guys <laughs> should listen to John Cosgrove and uh, and Stephen Quinn on the Crafty Rogues podcast. And a little birdie tells me that Minnesota United FC wants you guys to be doing shows from like their beer stands at some point. So because again, to distract you from yeah. the action on the field, <laughs> we're da- we're down at Brett's Pub every week, and it's an open. And we're actually planning on maybe throwing up a speaker so people can actually hear what we're saying because people are starting to show up to this thing. That might drive people we've away. Got, actually, you might want to reconsider. We've that. got some fun events planned for the summer. Uh, there's talk of us doing the podcast from the middle of the bowling green wow. and having some fun stuff going on around us that'll distract You'll you be in the way. from the banter. You'll wow. be no, in no. the way. We might People be a target. target. All sounds very yeah, dangerous. Yeah, they'll try to hit you. Assault. Assault. It's all sounds very dangerous. I'm worried about you. Uh, you can follow uh, Crafty Rogue social media and go subscribe to uh, the podcast. All right, get out of here. We
we got to go speculate more on Thank Viking you. stuff. Thanks, All right. Uh, Thanks, before guys. we go anywhere here from the TCL Broadcast Studios, you guys have, let's see, three days left to take advantage of this great offer from the Chris Lindahl team. We're talking about a free listing side commission between now and March 16th is the contest. You can go once. So one lucky listener to the Mackey and Judge show is going to get a chance to dive into all the marketing bells and whistles. You get the number one REMAX results team in America taking care of the listing and the selling and the com- and creating a competitive environment for the sale of your home. Go to chrislindahl.com, that's Chris with a K, or call 763-401-SOLD. Uh, you know, this is the premier marketing expert in the industry. You see his billboards all over town. You see him all over social media. He's going to put all of that knowledge and those tools to use to maybe help you make tens of thousands of dollars more on the sale of your home. This was my reality about a year ago working with the Chris Lindahl team. It can be yours as well. 763-401-SOLD. Mackie and Judd now continue. The sooner the better. On 1500 ESPN. You like that? You like that? All right. We have open phone lines, by the way, the rest of the show, the Patriot Realty phone lines this week. So if you have thoughts on... $86 $86 million over three years, fully guaranteed, Kirk Cousins, 651-646-8255-877-615-1500. I feel like in situations like this, in this town, and, and I don't know if this is true in a bunch of sports towns, but this town especially, when a team makes a move like this, there is there's a lot of happy fans, but there's also fans who are very concerned about it, as if, well, if this doesn't work, what happens next? Then we're all going to die. But you're going. No, then they just won't win a Super Bowl like yeah. they have every Correct. year for but, six decades. But that's my point. Yeah. Don't you look at this roster and this team and say, okay, realistically, if you look, this defense is, is good right now, and it's probably going to be good for two more years, probably. Offensively, they went from in 2016 being efficient until guys got hurt, and th- then they fell off the cliff. But. Last year, offensively, this was a very competent to good team. Okay, so now now they go out and they pay a ton for the most important position on their team. I got to be honest. Even coming from me, I don't see the downside here. Okay, it doesn't work. It's a three-year deal. Now, if this was a trade, if you made a trade for Cousins, if you went into the market and said, we're going to go get the best damn quarterback possible— and we will give up three first-round picks in a second. And I'd say, okay, that's giving up a lot. You are taking a salary cap risk here in a league where the cap for the short term continues to escalate. This is about as safe a play as possible unless you're convinced that the Keenum coming back was going to be the best move. And basically, the team that you supposedly trust and like is yelling at you, we don't trust him. Yeah, there's certain. So I just I don't get the mentality of looking at this move and being like, oh man, if this doesn't if it doesn't work, you're right. They don't win a Super Bowl, and they have not won one since they got here in 1961. Yeah, like the the mental gymnastics are always kind of. I'm seeing this with some of the statistical profiles too that uh, come across. Um, There's there's another. Well, let's get to a couple of things here. Because Justina Anderson had an interesting tweet, too, that's like more mental gymnastics. Sure. So on the side of like the anti-Cousins side, because you can you can talk yourself into almost anything with Kirk Cousins. You can talk yourself into thinking he's a top six or seven quarterback in the league, especially if you look at his first two years as a starter in uh, in Washington. And if you look at maybe the back of the baseball card numbers, you can do this. Like This is from CBS Sports. 
Only one quarterback has posted 4,000-plus yards, 25-plus touchdowns, and a 90-plus passer rating in each of the last three seasons, and it's Kirk Cousins. So you could look at those basic fantasy stats and be like, whoa! Right, but Tom Brady was suspended for four games in one of those years and didn't quite get to 4,000 yards because he just didn't play a full 16 games. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, no, he's not. Just because he's the only one to post these numbers doesn't mean he's the best quarterback the last three years, but mental gymnastics. On the flip side... I could look at him the first two years as a starter in Washington and see that his passer rating is top six in the NFL and the other five guys are the other five guys are like Hall of Fame bound or or MVPs in former you know in previous years. Mm-hmm. I could look at his QBR, his football outsiders ranking, and say that's one of the six or seven best quarterbacks in the NFL. Here's one from Josina Anderson. This is a tweet that she sent out yesterday. More mental gymnastics. Many Vikings players were very close to Case Keenum. New quarterback will have to bridge that gap if he's an outsider. Locker room dynamic is always a factor, particularly if and when adversity strikes. Hashtag remember this. Well, Case Keenum was an outsider less than a year ago. Sam Bradford was an outsider. You know what that is? Teddy Bridgewater before him was an outsider. That is the 2018 equivalent of the Schefter schism tweet. (laughs) Favre's, the addition of Favre has caused a yeah. locker room skiz. What does that even mean? John Filippo is an outsider. Pat Shermer created a great culture. We, Better watch out. And, like, we, and we know for a fact that, that a lot of players and the coach of that team love Teddy. Okay? But if Teddy can't play, or if Case was a one-year wonder, which is very possible, guess what? If Cousins can come here and win, these players aren't going to give a damn. But I always love the... You know, Brett Favre has caused a schism. Really? Yeah. Really? In 2009, that was a schism? Yeah. Well, I'll the, take a schism. There's also the Vikings like, will take one. Like, we should prepare for this, too. They went 13-3. and three. They're going to go something less than 13-3. and three. Their schedule is crazy hard on paper. They're just, like, they're. it's really hard to go 13-3 and three in the NFL. Mm-hmm. The more likely outcome for the Vikings, even in a successful year, is like 11-5, and five, and maybe they still win the division. But it's going to be framed as, well, Case Keenum won 13 games. <laughs> Kirk Cousins only won 11. Like, why yeah. did you get rid of Case Keenum? 651-646-8255. It will be. 877-615-1500. But, but, I mean, my to sum this up, you could talk yourself into thinking that Kirk Cousins is wildly overpaid and not one of the 15 best quarterbacks in the league. Look at these fourth quarter numbers over here. Look at this film over here. You could also do the same thing on the flip side. Look at his leadership. Look at the counting numbers he's put up. And look at his age. Well, He's right in his prime. Just, for sure one of the top eight quarterbacks, and, right? And Tom also said, if you go back and, and look, and he's exactly right, how many opportunities to to get a quarterback of this stature have you seen where you don't have to give up compensation? Like uh, draft pick compensation. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, how, how many times do quarterbacks of Cousins' ability hit the open market? The answer is almost never. 651-646-8255. Kevin, you're on the show. Hey, guys. I just wanted to chime in and say that, you know, I, I think this is a, a good move. And and um, I know you guys are big baseball fans, and I'd kind of compare it to uh, one of the reasons that I really like it is this isn't like a Joe Maurer contract or, or a pitcher where it's seven years to get the guy. You know, if this goes south, you're you're committed for three years, and you recover and, and you move on. You're, you're not stuck with a guy for five years like Maurer where he's still making that kind of money five years past what he should have made. 
Yeah, Kevin, that's a great point. And it's even more important to not hamstring yourself with a bad contract in a salary cap league Mm -hmm. in the NFL. Now, average annual value and the gap from that to where Kirk Cousins ranks as a quarterback is one of the widest in NFL history just because, like, he's not the best and he's making the most. But it doesn't cripple you for five years or six years. Yep. And that was like th- that was the number we were speculating at um you know Radio Road during the Super Bowl week. What if it's a five year contract for a hundred plus million? It ain't. It's a three year contract. And when when Ryan signs his contract, guess what? It's gonna blow the, this one away. So you are this is this is the type of move that fans in this town want teams to make. And I'll always go back to the fact that there is a there is a fraction of the fan base that when these moves are made, they say, "Oh, whoa, 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 that's way too much." Yeah, this is a this is a calculated gamble that starts with one thing: you think in 2018 you have a a realistic chance, and you should be right, short of something going really wrong, which you can with this club, but you have a realistic chance to win a championship. Six five one six four six eight two five five eight seven seven six one five fifteen hundred. Hey, Tom. Hey, guys. Um. I just wanted to say I'm a, I'm I kind of actually wanted to weigh in more on Keenum a little bit. Sure. Um, I'm a huge Keenum fan, and yes, I do know that this is an upgrade, but is it really a fifty million dollar upgrade? And I kind of wanted to comment a little bit about how Zimmer treated Keenum on his way out the door. I mean, the guy did win him thirteen games and get him to an NFC Championship game. If Keenum came in and sucked, Zimmer and we go, you know, six and ten, seven and nine, Zimmer's probably looking for a job or is back with the Bengals right now. So to kind of just give him the finger as he's leaving is a little insulting to me. It's a business, though. I get that. That's what it is. I don't I know get, if he gave him the finger necessarily. Well, I, he never. It, it just he always seemed to sell the guy short, and the guy. He did. The guy. I would say the guy did help save his job because if we missed this playoffs in back-to-back seasons at a new stadium, him and Spielman are probably both looking for work right now. But you could also argue. Thank you for the phone call, Tom. You could also argue that. Mike Zimmer put together over four years the number one ranked defense in three key categories: yardage, yards per play, red zone, and oh, third down. Uh, broke a record on third down points per game. Mm-hmm. Like that was the driving force behind the Vikings winning all those games. But because quarterback is assigned a win loss record, it's just like starting pitching. There's a lot of components that go into winning 13 football games, and when you have the number one ranked defense, I tend to assign a lot more credit to that than Case Keenum last year. It's, Case Keenum was very good. It's a vi- good. it becomes a very dicey conversation especially in this sport to be to be overappreciative. I mean, we've seen in football before the Vikings got in a lot of trouble in in the late 90s because they started to reward guys with contracts for things that they had done, not the future. So we can talk about this, and and we can go down this road. And Case seemed like a very good guy, and and his teammates liked him. But guess what? If Keenum comes back in uh, 2018, and the glass slipper comes off at that point, mm-hmm. we're all complaining and whining and moaning and saying you guys screwed up. So yeah. that's a very dicey conversation to want to say he should have treated him well because he gave him one good year. Also, there's a, it's it's easy to sit here with no real ramifications as a fan or as a radio host with a microphone and say what you would have done. But when you're actually in that seat and there's weight on your shoulders and it's Keenum or Cousins, let's talk more about that and why the Vikings made the choice that they did reportedly. We'll see if he signs the paper tomorrow, but $28 million a year on a three-year deal is what's being widely reported. 651-646-8255. 
877-615-1500. Mike and Lyle and others will talk to you guys, too. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad. They do take themselves way too serious, and I can only stand about half an hour of it. Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. Cousins throws it his way. Reed makes the catch for a Redskins touchdown. He's inside the 10 for the 5, still going. Touchdown! 14-yard scoring run. Kirk Cousins. You like that? You like that? Mackie and Judd, and uh, we've been blabbering for like three and a half hours. We've taken a couple calls, but if you guys want to chime in, it's reportedly a three-year deal, agreed upon, can't be signed until tomorrow, $28 million a year, which is going to make Kirk Cousins the highest-paid quarterback in NFL history by about $500,000 a year over Jimmy Garoppolo, who just signed about a month ago. 651-646-8255-877-615-1500 before we get to Mike and Lyle and anybody else. Um, you got to put yourself, I think, in, the, in on this Case Keenum or Kirk Cousins debate. Now that we know Cousins is $28 million and Tom Pelissero reporting it's going to be like an $18 million a year thing for maybe two years, but one year guaranteed with the Denver Broncos for Keenum. So let's call it a $10 million gap mm-hmm. between those two guys, All right, which is a lot. That's like a really good player in free agency that you could add as a defensive tackle or an offensive guard or whatever you want. You could, you could divvy that money up, maybe even uh, retain one of your own free agents in some form. But put yourself in the shoes of somebody with skin in the game and a job on the line and a fan base that's holding you accountable and season ticket holders, and you just went to the NFC Championship game, and this is as high as the stakes will ever be for Rick Spielman as a GM and for this ownership group. You're sitting here with a chance to maybe still cash in on a Super Bowl championship in 2018, and you've got to pick Case Keenum or Kirk Cousins. And let's forget about money for just a second. One guy has one pop-up season. The other guy has been really good for three years. Maybe not Aaron Rodgers good, but really good for three years. Yep. Which one do you trust to be good in 2018? And the answer has to be Kirk Cousins. And then you introduce money. Okay, well, but this guy is actually $10 million cheaper. I don't care. You sign the guy that can help you win right now that has a better chance, a better percentage chance to repeat the performance from previous years, and that's Kirk Cousins. Is there a chance Case Keenum has turned the corner in his career? Yes. Yes, there is. Yeah, but keep in mind, you signed him uh, last year in April to a one-year $2 million contract. That's what you thought. You thought Bradford was going to be healthy, and you gave him one year. If you had thought to yourself, Case Keenum, he's sort of a sleeper in teams. He's been misused with the Texans and Rams and we really like him. You know what you do? You don't sign him to a one-year deal. You sign him for two, three years. They didn't even give him a Nick Foles-type contract. They they essentially said, we see you as nothing more than a backup. And now they're saying, we don't believe what we saw. If they, if, if they are wrong about Cousins, there's going to be a ton of pressure, and there could be people fired. But what they're saying there is we see an opportunity to solve a problem that has been a problem since Dante Culpepper got hurt. Yeah. Since 2005. 651-646-8255. Mike, you're on with Mackie and Judd from the Patriot Realty phone line. Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, I'm glad you brought up $10 million difference uh, annually because that forms the foundation of the the beginning of a, a small handful of points here. I don't want to... 
I don't want to take a side on this issue because I think a lot of this is just wait and see. I mean, Cousins could be great. He could be disappointing. None of us really knows right now. Um, but uh, I'm a math guy, and when, when I see the, the difference in money, I wonder what is my incremental return on that money. Um, so you're paying Cousins approximately 55% more than you're going to be paying Keenum per year by all accounts. So, for example, if you look at yardage, you're asking, you're at, you're, you're saying, well, am I going to get anywhere near that 55% return on yardage? Yardage doesn't always equate to points and wins, but you're asking Keenum's 3,500 yards over 14 and a half games to become 5,500 yards, which is, you know, that's Hall of Fame season type of stuff. Well, okay, let's set the yards aside for a second. So Keenum had 22 touchdowns for us last year in our offense in 14 and a half games. Cousins, despite what people might think about him before looking at the statistics has never thrown for more than 29. Oh, he's played for the Redskins. So there's, there's point counterpoint there. What, one thing that concerns me is we know what Keenum is in our offense. Do we, do, but, we do, but do you? Cause Pat Shermer's gone. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm not, let, let's assume you're going to get at least the same production out of D Filippo. I don't think, but I think the, the the core of my argument, though, Mike, is, and you're bringing up like you're bringing up valid questions that people have. I think you're giving it a 100 percent chance of repeat performance for Keenum, and no. I'm not, and Judd's not. So, I'm, like, I'm if there was a one, if there, it, no, I'm not giving it a 100 percent chance of repeat performance. All I'm saying is, you have more of a known quantity in what you know Keenum is in this offense than you do of Cousins in this offense. And I disagree I, with here's, that. Here's what the Vikings are betting on. The Vikings are betting on Cousins is going to make such a large incremental increase in performance within the Vikings offense because of the additional tools and the other pieces around that he hasn't had that it justifies the $10 million. But that's, that's not necessarily true. That's not necessarily true, Mike. And thank you for the phone call. The Because we've got full phone lines right now. The Vikings aren't, the Vikings aren't betting... Kirk Cousins compared to Case Keenum's 2017 season, the Vikings are betting that Case Keenum can't sustain that performance long term without Pat Shermer. Or period, that it was a, they're they're basically betting that Case Keenum was Brian Hoyer, that he's a backup yeah, quarterback a who had a great season. season, and that Kirk Cousins, while maybe not the third best well, quarterback in the league, is going to sustain his performance over the course of just time. quickly. Too, That's what the bet is. Just quick, I I get that the stats are important. The eye test is too, though. The Vikings are saying we've scouted Cousins. We like him more. That's what they're saying. Like, I mean, we we can debate stats and and we can do deep dives on stats, and that's fantastic, and that's part of the equation for sure. But that's not it. This is also done on our scout song playing. Guess what? We like him more. We need a better quarterback. You also can't just bring up like yardage and say, well, well a guy's making you know fifty percent more in salary, so he should have fifty percent more in yardage. Well, yardage doesn't always equate to wins. Look at Blake Bortles. People had him as a starting fantasy quarterback a couple oh, years right. ago. Uh, Lyle, whoa, whoa, Lyle's on the show. What's up, Lyle? Hey, huh? Along the same lines of he's not costing them that much more money. You figure the Vikings just slot out twenty-five million for quarterbacks, so you're spending twelve, fifteen million dollars a year, or over the life of that contract. Yeah, they, I mean they spent like twenty-two million on quarterbacks last year. Yeah, I mean it's. This isn't costing them a lot of money, and it's a quality upgrade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Lyle. It's also a three-year deal. It's not five years. It's guaranteed, which is a lot to guarantee, but it's guaranteed for three years. Yeah, uh, Freddie, you're on the show. 
Yeah, thank you. Uh, math guy got me all flustered. All <laughs> no offense, no offense. Uh, we, we appreciate no, math on this show. No but, offense taken, I'm oh, sure, yeah. by math. But I think, I, think the, I think it was the wrong kind of math, yeah. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, we'd hire everybody from Princeton math department. Sort of happening in I think the Browns tried that yeah. last year, actually. Although, you could give the Browns credit for accumulating a lot of draft picks to now, you know, whatever. Anyways, go ahead, Freddie. Yeah, thank you. Uh, how about salary cap implications each year? Uh, is that worth discussing? And is there a strategy there that would uh, kind of make everything more relevant? It is worth discussing, Freddie. Keep, keep in mind, now, now, I think that Collar... Well, this might have been a month and a half ago, did a really good column documenting that if the Vikings want to bring back, if they sign Cousins to a huge contract, they can bring back their own players. This is going to make it tougher for you to go out into the open market and sign players. All of that being said, keep in mind, the salary cap in this league does go up on a yearly basis. It's not hockey. So you're not, we're not talking about in three years, oh my God, it didn't move and now you're screwed. So... This, the salary cap is worth a discussion. Rob Brzezinski, the salary cap guy for the Vikings, has been there forever and does a fantastic job. I do not think that it's worth staying up at night being concerned about. Not with three years and not with, with the fact that we have already determined there's a very good opportunity to bring back players that you want to bring back. Yeah. Um, I just I think 2018 is by far the most important season here. It just... Oh, yeah. It's your chance to win a Super Bowl. Yes. And if this deal costs you Anthony Barr down the road, I could even make a case that Anthony Barr, you might not want to give that guy a lot of money. I don't know how uh, he's just not the same player. He He's he's fine, but he's not the ferocious player we thought a couple years ago. Yeah. 651 646 8255. Randy in Cottage Grove. What's yeah, up, Randy? Uh, well, first of all, uh, I did, this isn't why I call, but you're a bozo if you think Barr's not ferocious. He's really ferocious. Okay, <laughs> I can walk you through a lot of reasons why, but that that ain't why I call. Maybe some other time you can walk us through yeah. those. Well, those that's reasons. it. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll leave that for the for the thing. So first off, I just want to say I told you so. Okay, I told everybody so on cousins. I was right. Okay, it's going to be reported. So that's cool. Uh, Randy got a win on that one. Are you and drinking? Then, what? Are you drunk? I got. I take Tuesdays off. That's uh, you know, just kind of get get loose, mm. have a fun day. We're gonna gonna go to a gonna go hit a golf simulator, kind of try to dial it in on some big shots <laughs> in a little bit here. But here's the thing. Uh, number one thing that that I that I said to you guys last fall. Remember a little guy we picked up from the Broncos, a little guy by the name of Kyle Slaughter. Okay. Yeah. And and what happened? You all made fun. You said Randy. He's, you're you're a bozo, Randy. He's a fourth string. He's a practice squad guy. This ain't no guy to get excited about. Well, who's the backup now, huh? Who do you think the backup is now? We got ourselves a stud. And by the way, I'm fine with Cousins, and I ain't saying he's a system guy, but the system is going to be so good under Filippio that we're going to be able to put anyone we want under center. Uh, and we got one good option, and we got a great second option in Kyle Slaughter. And I'm going to just say right now, I'll give you a chance to take back what you said about Slaughter. Otherwise, I'm going to call back in once he is the starter, and he will be for this team or, or in the near future. And we're going to say, look what Randy said. Look at the diamond in the rough that the Vikes and old Randy both saw. And that's Kyle Slaughter. So if there's one guy I'm excited about today, it ain't Cousins. It's the guy that got the promotion he deserves. Good for you, Kyle. Keep on pumping. <laughs> You know what? Mm. We just found a guy 
that could give Tom Brady a run for his money in a beer drinking contest. Oh, no doubt. You think Brady no thinks doubt. he's fast? Yeah, I think I think Randy, as fast as Brady drank that pint of beer last night, I think Randy probably goes double holsters, puts two down at the same time. Oh, <laughs> no Stone question about it. Yeah. All right. We'll get to Will's call when we come back here and clean up any more thoughts from you guys. 651-646-8255 on the three-year, 86-ish million dollar contract that yes. Kirk Cousins is expected to sign tomorrow. Uh, all right, Judd, fire away on prime mortgage lending. Yeah, so you're, you're uh, considering your options when it comes to mortgage companies. Let me suggest my friends at Prime and Kent McCullough. This isn't about selling you on something. Prime wants to earn your trust. In fact, they would rather earn your trust than sell you a loan. Now you're asking, Judd, what does that mean exactly? It means that while Prime would love to have you as a client, they want to meet with you first and explain their plan. The decision, it's going to be up to you. This is about a few keywords when it comes to Prime and Kent. It's about teamwork. It's about collaboration. That's what Prime is all about. It's what they believe in. And if you're shopping for a mortgage, you can count on Prime to give you sound advice and straight answers. For instance, Prime wants to take some of the mystery out of the mortgage process for you. Here's an example of that. Did you know Prime may be able to put together a program that can pay your closing costs? Not just include them in your loan, but actually pay them for you. Again, they would rather earn your trust than sell you a loan. That's the key for Kent. That's the key for Prime. All you have to do is check out their website, which is goprimewithkent.com. That's goprimewithkent.com. Goprimewithkent, K-E-N-T.com. Mackie and Judd, back after this. Mackie and Judd now continue. You're trained for this. You're ready for this. On 1500 ESPN. The field is set, and of course, 1500 ESPN's Bracket Challenge is back. Fill the bracket out now for your chance to win a $50 Crave gift card. Those are being given out round by round. We've also got a brand new 55-inch TCL Roku TV on the line and a Napoleon LEX propane grill from Patio Town. Head to 1500ESPN.com right now and sign up. Thank you, Dave. Got a few minutes left here. This has been this has been an incredibly football newsful day. That, that breeze tweet that you just read to me off the air. Yeah, here's another piece of news. This is from our uh, 1500ESPN.com citing ESPN.com's Saints reporter, Mike Triplett, who we actually had scheduled to join the show until Drew Brees went back to the Saints today. Mm-hmm. So the Saints gave Drew Brees $50 million over two years, $27 million guaranteed. So it's basically a one-year $27 million contract with like a team option for that second year. He's 39, I think, 38, 39, somewhere in there. 39, yes. Apparently, somebody offered, an unknown team, offered to pay $60 million guaranteed to Drew Brees to leave the Saints. Had to have been the Vikings, right? Just pick up the phone. Drew, just pick up the phone. Yes, I'm that sure. That had to have been the Vikings, right? So 60, yeah. They would have guaranteed him two years, $30 million a year. Well, that's what we suggested. I think I said 32. I think I said $2 million per game. Wow. $2 million per start. Uh, Triplet wrote, the Saints have made it clear they want to pay Breeze just one year at the time. He's 39 years old. And for the third consecutive year, the future Hall of Famer was willing to offer uh, let the Saints uh, you know a what? bit of a hometown discount. You know what? I would have done it in a heartbeat. The $60 million guarantee? Yes. I would have, too. I would have done it. And I like the Kirk Cousins deal. I'm fine with it. Drew Brees, what if you? What if he goes down? You have to eat that thirty million in the look second at, year. Look at Drew. Look at Drew Brees' statistics from this past season. Oh, it's insane. And understand the only stat I believe he had his lowest 
number of passing yards since joining the Saints. Because yeah, he didn't throw as but many he didn't passes. Throw, right, right, exactly. He threw like but 100 he had, fewer passes. But he had two great backs. There is no meaningful statistic that Drew Brees didn't achieve what you would want in 2017. Yeah, I, th- I think he yes. broke his own completion percentage record, too. He completed 72% of his passes. Yeah, he was insane. fantastic. When you said $2 million per game, you're forgetting then about the three playoff games you're guaranteed each year with Drew Brees. Bonuses. So it's actually a discount. Yeah. It's a discount Oh like, no, on a per-game basis. I'd go $2 million per 16 starts, and then uh, playoff bonuses, and then I'd go three per game in the playoffs. I guess it could be four playoff games if you just want to you know, throw a couple of the regular season games so you don't have to worry about the buy. You want to get a little more money out of them, I guess. Get a little more value. I would have done it. Oof. I bet it was them. Let's take, let's take one more call oh, here. Hell yes, yes. In a second. This is not difficult. Will, you're on the show. Math, guys. Hey, uh, the thing I really like about this deal is that it's only three years. So even, you know, even if it Cousins doesn't work out here, it's three years. You know, you're not strapped for cash that long you know after three years you're still gonna have money then to sign free agents you know find a new quarterback yeah so yeah it's a lot of money you know a lot more than you'd pay Keenum but I think Cousins is better and since it's only three years I don't think it's as much as of a risk yeah Mm -hmm. I mean anytime you pay somebody that much money it's a risk but not really when it's only for three years yeah and thank you Will for the insight there it's not like 28 million or zero or 28 million you paid $20 million for your quarterbacks last year. So you really, it's like, it's an $8 million increase from what you would have paid Correct. your quarterbacks last year or from what you would yeah. have paid, let's say, Case Keenum in a, in a backup. Yes. Uh, so, I don't know. It's, it's, you're costing yourself a player. And maybe, not, maybe down the road, you're costing yourself Anthony Barr on a multi-year contract, which might be saving yourself from yourself. But really. you're, like but, it, but you're, you're potentially costing yourself a player by, fill, but filling a spot that is the most important position on your team. So it's like it, if you can't sit there and be like a quarterback. You know what we should do? We should try and get by. Yeah, we've, uh, we've seen that before. Apparently, Bill Polian and Lewis Riddick, according to our our guy Chad on Twitter here, are just destroying the Vikings, saying. Kirk's not a top 15 quarterback, and Case Keenum is is multiple times better. You know what that'll give us? Something to talk about tomorrow. Sure it will. All right. All right. Mackie and Judd back at it tomorrow. And uh, we'll see if the we'll see if the if the pen hits the paper or if this turns into a bachelor moment, maybe. Maybe he goes, maybe the maybe uh Kirk Cousins goes back on the We'll see. We'll be back tomorrow. At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands like the Google Hub a command center for your smart devices that raises the IQ of your entire home, or the Nest Learning Thermostat that helps you conserve energy and save on your bill. And if you don't know what to get, gift cards are a smart gift no matter what they get. So this year, gift smarter with savings on tools to make your holiday magic. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.